Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Innovate Finance, our podcast series where we speak to leaders across industry to talk about financial innovation and fintech. I'm Rolf Merchant, part of the team at Innovate Finance, and today I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Adam Holden, who is CEO of Northrow. Adam, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rolf. Nice to, nice to speak to you again. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you on the podcast again, Adam. Um, we had, I think we spoke to you was last September or so when you were relatively new to the job at North Row. And uh, since then, I think it's fair to say a fair amount has happened in the world. So uh, I wanted to actually start with with that very point. What um, what would you say were the highlights for North Row and for yourself and for industry in the last few months since you've uh, been CEO? Yeah, um well you're right it it's been a it's been a roller coaster right it's been as a lot has happened even even since the last time we spoke in September I mean when we when we spoke uh at Northrow we were in the middle of a, a sort of the, the the revolution if you like of the platform we'd taken uh, a view that we really wanted to focus our building uh, of our solution focused on helping compliance teams do their job rather than just to sort of provide them with great technology for technology's sake. And I'm, since we last spoke, I'm delighted to say we, we launched in April what we've called Workstation, mm. um, which is essentially the fruit of the work that the, the team has been doing a fantastic job on for the last 12 months. So very, very pleased about that. Um, we, we, we grew again last year, which is, which is great. We posted some really good results. Um, and we're now just working through 2022, doing more of the same. I think that, you know, if um, if the sort of the recent events have taught us anything, it's that that there is right across the sort of the financial services and even wider industry, you know, people need and want to uh, incorporate, you know, technology solutions to help them do their jobs better. Um, you know, we're in the middle of obviously since you and I last spoke, we've had obviously the terrible situation in. Ukraine happen a real sort of strong focus on making sure that the sanctions uh, that are being applied are adopted well and can be identified. Mm-hmm. There's a obviously there's a enormous cost of living crisis. It, it, you know the, the the wider environment is changing enormously around us, and and fintech has got a fantastic role to play as well as regtech um, in supporting the the economies through these challenging times. Yeah, and I wanted to pick up on on that very point about you know, challenging times, because obviously it's difficult for consumers, but it's difficult for businesses as well. Mm-hmm. And thinking about your clients, your customers, there's a lot for them to juggle, isn't there? I mean, you've got to protect consumers, obviously, deliver compliance to meet the demands of regulators, and those are pretty stringent, obviously. There's all the internal systems to deal with. And then, of course, there's commercial necessity that wraps all of that together of actually reducing customer churn and avoiding abandonment so it's a lot to juggle how do you go about managing that do you think what would you what would you say to your customers and clients yeah you're right I mean there there is there is an enormous amount for them to think about I think that you know for those for those businesses that face off to consumers I think consumers are demonstrating changing behaviors you know we've come we've come out of the pandemic people have uh, adopted different lifestyles. Uh, you know, they're working from home. They've got to juggle uh, different kinds of lives. They're more discerning with respect to security and fraud. They, they probably their patience is probably lowered, so they're slightly more flighty. So, cli- our clients, you know, many businesses have to make sure that they're doing a fantastic job from a customer experience perspective. 
and so and so industries like fintech and regtech solutions have to have to face up to that challenge they have to support their clients in in doing the job that they need to do so delivering financial services or maintaining compliance but do it from a customer centric perspective and we've definitely noticed that those of our clients and our prospective clients are very, very focused on solutions that not only do their job, but actually focus on a very, very good customer experience. Um, Talking of the sort of doing the job bit, we definitely are are noticing that, um, again, that sort of slightly reduced patience and an urgency to just have a really good solution that delivers what it says uh, it, it, you know what? What it, it does, what it says on the tin, basically, and does it every time and quickly. So, so our clients and our prospective clients have been much more discerning themselves about the technology providers that they speak to. Uh, and and actually, you know, in in many ways, that's an advantage because you get to decisions much more quickly and quite rightly so. Nobody wants to be hanging around in a in a tender process for too long. Um, but actually, those people that can provide a customer centric you know, very capable um, solution that does exactly what it needs to do and supports that business uh, ultimately does well. I think that the cost challenge that you refer to there is is one that is very, very live at the moment. You know, we're all as consumers noticing, um, you know, a huge cost of living crisis and businesses are having to adapt and adopt different cost profiles. So, you know, hopefully technology can help um, firms, you know, be more efficient as well as providing a good customer experience. So I'm very passionate about pointing out to you know the wider industry how good technology can be in satisfying all of those all of those challenges. Really supporting the industries out there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good to have you know you and Northrow and and your peers sort of making that case because it's it's really important. And I think what you described sounds absolutely fantastic. And as a fintech industry body, we're bound to say that technologies, financial technology has got a huge role to play to help yeah. uh, financial institutions manage all of that. And yet, at the same time, we do hear that plenty of businesses are slow on the uptake here. Mm. They're not adopting these kind of solutions very speedily. Mm. Why do you think that is? What are the barriers? What are the blockers? Yeah, I, I, as you say, I mean, I you know, you and I have spoken about this before, and I, I really... I'm very supportive of the finances, um, uh, you know, approach to bringing us all together as an industry to to try to increase this adoption because I, I also am hugely passionate about it. I think the inertia against it ha- has multiple factors. Um, you know, within within companies that um, you know are required to be compliant with regulations, for example, many of many of them, if not all of them, are already compliant in one way or the other. And so you've got a process that works. Um, they're obviously, you know, these firms will have good relationships with regulators. And, and so the move to change that process to adopt technology and bring it into the infrastructure, I think is a difficult decision to make. Um, Certainly from the people that are responsible, they have very personal responsibility to make sure that their organizations are compliant. So we've got to get it right. And and I think that the the sort of the challenges that they face are, can can the solution do the job as well as, uh, as we're doing it today? Will it really provide cost benefits to me? Will it break my customer interactions? Will it support my sales team in bringing revenue to my organization as quickly as they claim them uh, to, be, uh, to, to be able to do? And so 
it's our job as an industry to really identify those inertial points and and target them and help the organization understand that you know listen technology can provide all these benefits to you we're not here to sell you something that that doesn't work or sell it for its own sake it's there to solve a problem for you and i think the adoption challenge can be really helped by us all working together on some of the generic um, generic sort of benefits of using technology, but then also equally target specific use cases in particular industries or particular compliance areas, such as AML or reg reporting uh, or competition or uh, so-and-so um, uh, to, to really sort of drive that point forward. The, the, the final thing I would say as well is, uh, you, you know, in many um, conversations that I've had where we, we are coming together as an industry, we don't see as many um, current users of uh, fin financial technology or regulatory technology coming, espousing the benefits from the perspective of the user. And I think that's, that would be a really good thing to do to break some of these inertial challenges down as well. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. And as you say, the, I, I would say those are all fair challenges from, from potential customers. So being able to make that case cogently and fluently is, is really important. And the more people you have singing off the same hymn sheet, the better. So very much agree with you there, Adam. Um, I'd like to pan out a little bit, actually, for the next question and ask you about the fintech industry more broadly. Mm. So obviously, we're about to enter, or I suppose, depending on who you listen to, we might already be in a period of severely depressed economic growth. Mm. How do you see the current economic climate affecting the world of fintech? Mm. Um, I I think that there, there's a balance of opportunities and threats, I think, there. Um, you know, on the on the threat side, I mean, if I think about my own or our own experience, you know, coming out of the pandemic, um, there was a scramble for organizations to grow. And as a result, there was a, a sort of a real search for increased resources around R&D teams. And I think that really drove that drove the market into a frenzy from that perspective. So I think, you know, those organizations, those smaller organizations in the worlds of fintech or, or regtech um, who need to continuously innovate, I think found it very hard to get hold of resources at good prices. And of course, mm -hmm. you know, these organizations have to balance their books. They've got budgets to achieve and actually, therefore, trying to um, maintain the R&D momentum in the face of spiraling wages uh, has been a challenge and it's not just development resources right so you've got you know on the commercial side of things as well there's buoyancy in the market there so staff retention um i think it, it is also a challenge for financial technology organizations we've seen it you know we've seen in the news um organizations like curve and, and klarna um unfortunately looking at their resource bases and, and realizing that they're probably um, you know, they probably need to rethink things a little bit. So resources has been a real, it will be a real challenge, I think, for fintech. That being said, um, you know, fintech organizations and financial services organizations in general, in looking to manage their resources better, um, could that, that could be a very good source of opportunity for technology firms that can bring about benefits to these uh, organizations mm -hmm. more effectively and efficiently. So I think those organizations that can really work with their prospective clients to demonstrate the business case for um, for greater efficiency and other benefits using technology, I think could really help these clients uh, in this phase in the face of these economic challenges. So there's sort of 
there are threats as well as opportunities, but I think no doubt um, those fintech organizations that can innovate quickly and innovate cleverly in a very focused way, really looking at the true source of pain for their prospective clients uh, and really understanding what the issues are there um, could probably provide a really great service um, to, to uh, you know, in helping people overcome the challenges that are impacting uh, everyone as a result of this current economic climate. Yeah, I really like that, Adam. And I think what you're saying about fintech delivering a productivity boost to businesses is really important as well, because I think most, I mean, I don't profess to be an economist or an expert on these matters, but I think most would agree that that's going to be the sustainable and long-term route out of an economic slump is having some productivity boosts for, for businesses and being able to deliver more uh, more output more, more quickly. So that's mm. going to be a huge boost. And, and I, I certainly hope we can see FinTech bring some of that to bear. Mm. Um, so moving on, and this will sadly have to be our last question, um, but I actually asked you this when we spoke back in September, um, and I'd be interested to see if your views have changed at all. So, Adam, what do you think the future holds for fintech and regtech? And, and I'll, I'll define future as the next couple of years. Mm. Maybe anything further out than that might be slightly hard to predict, a bit unfair. But what I mean, maybe <laughs> two to five years, shall we say? What do you, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, um, it's a great question. I think that what, what's going back to what I said before. I think what's really, really important um, for fintech and regtech is to it, we, we need to maintain and build on the momentum that we have gained uh, and delivered on in this country, in the UK. You know, we have a we're in a fantastic situation with respect to the levels of innovation, the levels of um, uh, sort of the, the levels of startup, the support we've got from the regulator and the industry um, in general. I think we need to maintain that and focus really hard on innovation because I think innovation. Um, and delivery of products that really make a difference uh, is the only way that these kind of organizations can survive. If, if we do not innovate, um, then I think that within that two to five year horizon, we'll see a lot of organizations just, you know, through a process of natural selection, um, probably cease, cease to exist. You know, the, the investment um, uh, environment is no, is no differently affected than anywhere else. You know, investors are looking for good and strong and solid, dependable returns. So uh, those solutions that are strong and fit uh, will, will survive. I think that we need to do more to maybe spread the wings of the UK uh, fintech industry uh, and satisfy more problems further afield than maybe just a traditional you know, nearshore near UK, Europe, US um, and Northern Asia markets. There's an enormous, there are billions of people that could really um, uh, benefit from the the sort of the UK's fintech knowledge, and so I think within two to five years, I would like to see um, those really strong innovative organisations survive, um, and also the UK be uh, seen even more so as a as a sort of a centre, global centre for fintech and, in, and regtech innovation. Lovely, Adam. I really admire that ambition, and I think it's shared by a lot of you know, your your peers, fellow CEOs, fellow founders to push UK fintech into you know, a genuinely global success story. Um, and that's a lovely message, I think, at a good place to start. Um, Adam, thanks ever so much. Really interesting insights there. I think sort of getting your take on 
kind of what's happening in fintech right now and what you at North Rowa are thinking on and uh, looking to push forward has been really interesting and really insightful. So thanks so much for joining. I hope you enjoyed it. I, I did. I really enjoy it. I always enjoy talking to you, Rolf. So thank you very much for the time. Oh, that's a great pleasure, Adam. And thank you again. Um, well, that is about it for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Please do keep an eye out for upcoming episodes. We do have many more conversations with fintech players planned. And we have all our previous episodes available to listen to on our website, the previous two seasons. We're in season three now, actually. Uh, So please do take a look at our back catalogue for many more insights on fintech and financial innovation. So my thanks once again to our guest today, Adam Holden, CEO of Northrow. Thank you at home for listening. And do join us next time for Coffee with Innovate Finance. Bye for now.